Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I've got one big topic. Actually, I've got three today. The first one is, Russia says, we crushed the NATO Ukraine in 15 months. In other words, America, we can beat you. That's what they're really saying. Second one is, out with the old, in with the new. Currency. And there will always be an Israel. Now, this is the one time of the year that we ask people to support us. We only do this once a year. And so if God has blessed you and you can help Prophecy Club, now would be a really good time to do so. And there's lots of different ways to do it. One of the simple, easy ways is just take a picture of that QR code or like you're going to, touch the yellow box that draws around it, and it takes you over to make a donation. If you could help us, now would be a really good time. Very good time. Okay, so the article says, Russian A slash get hab a B, whatever that is, Gerasimov, says we crushed the NATO Ukraine plan in 15 months. They're really talking about we crushed NATO and the Western allies and America in 15 months. Why do you say that? Well, because we sent billions of dollars. We just about emptied our whole arsenal to send it over to Ukraine. And some people say that there's even American boots on the ground. I can't prove that, and I'm not going to say that, but we've done everything we can to see to it that the Nazi regime of Ukraine had a victory over the Russian people. It says, this was our goal this year. They have 160,000 dead in six months. So Russia is basically saying, and there is supposed to be now a Russian delegation in Washington, D.C., working out the final surrender details for Ukraine. Now, of course, mainstream news doesn't want to talk about that. But, yeah, uh, Ukraine is in the process, so we understand, to surrender to the Russians. But the article goes on to say, this year the Russian military focused on fending off the Ukrainian counteroffensive, which planned to deprive Russia of the land corridor to Crimea. At the beginning of June, the enemy gathered in the direction of Zaporizhia, an offensive force, numbering up to 50 battalions, over 230 tanks, and over 1,000 armored vehicles. Half of them were modern, foreign-made vehicles. The force was later increased to 80 battalions. The enemy planned to blockade in 15 days and advance to the Sea of Azmov, Mariupol, and the Crimean border. Ukraine suffered huge casualties, but managed to make little progress and failed to break the Russian tactical defenses. What they're saying is, we beat you. We beat you on our soil, and you better watch out because we're coming for you. Of course, we prophecy students know that they'll defeat America in one day and one hour, so great riches will come to naught. The article goes on to say, we broke the backbone of the Ukrainians. Gerasimov argued that repelling the counterattack with the strike force of the Ukrainian armed forces the backbone of which consisted of brigades trained and equipped in the West, so they're really saying we beat the West, was the main task of the Russian army in 2023. Gerasimov said the Ukrainian armed forces launched their offensive on June the 4th, but despite the cost of their colossal losses, they made little progress in the direction, in other words, to overthrow them. In fact, the additional supplies of weapons from the West, as well as the involvement of strategic reserves on the battlefield, did not change the balance. In other words, it did not give Ukraine the victory. 
Instead, they increased the number of casualties in the Ukrainian armed forces. Thus, the counterattack by the Ukrainians and their NATO forces failed. In six months, 160,000 dead Ukrainian soldiers. Grasmov says nothing in that same period. 3,000 armored vehicles were destroyed. 766 tanks, as well as 121 planes and 23 helicopters. This is NATO equipment. This is the German tanks. Some of these are American vehicles. And, as you know, (laughs) apparently we sent some M1A1 Abrams tanks over there. Now, I have not seen that any of them been taken out yet, but anyway, we'll see. So, what has the West given? The Russian general stressed that the U.S. is following a policy aimed at prolonging the war in Ukraine. He said that since February of 22, Kyiv has received more than 5,200 tanks, that's a lot, and armored vehicles, more than 100 aircraft, helicopters, 23,000 drones, 200 multiple launch missile systems, and at least 25,000 anti-tank missile systems and missile systems while about 100,000 Ukrainian soldiers have been trained in the U.S. and Europe. What they're really saying is we beat you. NATO, America, Germany, we beat you. Now, let me just give you my guesses. Based upon all the prophecies I know, this is kind of a setup for the next thing. This is talking about the currency fall. The financial system in America, I believe, could, and the reports to me are that it will collapse this Friday as in, for me, possibly tomorrow. Okay, so by the time you hear this, it may already be in the process of collapsing. In other words, it's out with the old, in with the new. This is my guesses for 2024. We know that BRICS asset-backed currency comes online. We know that the dollar is circumvented by many nations. Dollar falls instantly by 30%, then 50, 75, finally down to zero. My guess is that by the second quarter, probably Omer is probably going to be the counting of the own. We're 49 days from First Fruits Pentecost, and that's probably going to be giving the Palestinians a state. And America's probably going to twist Israel's arm to do that. Consequently, the next day, God will hit America with a new Madrid fault, splitting the Great Lakes down to possibly even all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. Someplace in there we could see, and probably will see, 35 suitcase nukes hit America. My guess, and I do not know when, I don't have a thus saith the Lord on any of this, all these are all all guesses, is probably going to be Operation Catastrophe with the suitcase nukes going off. Third quarter. Remember, Dimitri was given the warning of God Gabriel, August 3rd, 1984, says, I wonder if the internal revolution will be August 3rd, 2024, 40 years later. Let me try this again. Gabriel spoke 1984, 40 years later is 2024. So possibly by the fourth quarter, 25, we could see Russia attacking and destroying America in one hour. Now, I don't think it's that soon. My guess is more like out, and I hope, out into 26, 27, 28. I don't know. But I do know these kind of things are coming. So let's talk about out with the old, in with the new currency. Comes from Benjamin Fulford. Preparations begin for a new Bretton Woods and a new age. Merry Christmas. He says, now that the defeat of the Khazarian Mafia, that's the, another name for the Moloks, 
people have owned and controlled this world since the pyramid days. Defeat of the Khazari Mafia is inevitable. Preparations for a new Bretton Woods conference to map a new future for humanity have begun. This means we are now in a sort of interlude between the end of the old system and the start of the new. As in today. This is what's happening right now. Okay, These hours going on. The implications will be life-changing for all of us. To understand what this will mean for the West, it might be a good time to look at the fall of the Soviet Union. He said, when I visited Russia after the fall of the USSR, one thing I noticed was huge and derelict industrial plants and complexes lying abandoned in the countryside. A system that had been running for 75 years suddenly stopped, and the results were far-reaching. Entire industrial echo systems suddenly had to pull the plug. What followed was looting, poverty, KM gangsters jumping to, into the vacuum that collapsed, that followed the collapse. Then when Christian Russia patriots rallied behind the symbol of Vladimir Putin, living standards doubled within a year. Now a renewed Russia is stronger and more prosperous than at any time under the USSR. The West is now facing a similar situation. Huge industrial and societal processes that have been continuing for decades are being or will be stopped in their tracks. If the process is not handled properly, the result will be widespread poverty and social decay. That's what the prophecies say is coming. This is already underway as Western, especially U.S. living standards, plummet. Things will get far worse until the victors of the war against the KM plot, a new direction for the West, is revealed. The situation facing the West is even more problematic than the Soviet Union because two viciously fighting factions are both facing defeat. The hardliners who wanted to start World War III and kill 90% of humanity are on their last legs fighting a final genocidal war in Gaza. Now, let me just say, if he is a Christian, he's certainly not a prophecy student because I'm about to show you there will always be an Israel. The moderates or the carbon causes global warming faction are facing a collapse of vast industrial plans based on lies. Electric cars cost more to repair than they cost to build and nobody wants them. The cost of replacing the battery of a 2022 Hyundai Ioniq 5 is over $60,000, which is more than the $55,000 it cost in the first place. Windmills are wearing out. Money earned from selling wind power cannot pay for depreciation or repairs. So once they need repairs, they just let them set. And we've seen that. You can see wind farms of hundreds of these big, giant, three-bladed machines not turning. By the 12th year of operations, higher-than-anticipated turbine failure rates means cost of deep-water wind turbines exceed their government-guaranteed prices. This makes it impossible to repay their financing costs. He's saying we're heading to a big financial problem. He says, let us start by looking at the KM mass murder faction holdouts carrying on genocide in Gaza. I don't think it's genocide. I think that Gaza is part of the Israeli property, according to Genesis 12.2. He gave this to Abraham, which is from the Nile 
all the way over to the Euphrates, and that includes all of Gaza. All of that is given to Israel. And so <clears throat> it would be nice if Israel could just drop flyers and say, everybody in Gaza, get out. It's our property. But of course, <laughs> that wouldn't happen. Unfortunately, they have to do what they're having to do right now. And I'm about to show you some scriptures that are going to clarify this. Anyway, it says, So what we see here is the imminent demise of the rogue state of Israel. Not going to happen, Benjamin Fulford. You're wrong on this one. Some delusional Israelis still think they're going to get away with their latest genocide. You bet they will. With an Israeli firm pitching beachfront real estate in leveled Gaza. I hope they get it. I hope they, that Israel is blessed every way that they can be blessed. Matter of fact, I plan to go over and bless them very big. With the help of God, of course. The reality is the opposite. The last of the KM would be hunted down in their Israeli hideouts. Okay, now hang on. So what was it like? 2,000, 2,500 years ago? In Kazakhstan... And what is part of Ukraine today, there's a group of people called the Khazarians, and they were so evil that the nations around about them basically overthrew them and said, you got to find a god. Choose one. Well, they wound up choosing to be Jews. They're not Jews. And Revelation says, these are they which say they are Jews or not, but do lie, but they are the synagogue of Satan. So there are a group of people, sad to say there's a lot of them, that say they're Jews, they've changed their names to Jewish names, they have done their best to intermarry with Jews, but they're not. They are the synagogue of Satan. They are Khazarians, Kazakhs. They are Molochs. Their bloodline is not of Abraham. So consequently, it gives Israel and the Jews a bad name when they do things like burn Jews in the Holocaust. Yeah, it was Jews burning to know it was Molochs burning. But they called themselves Jews, you see. The latest sign of this is an international trade and shipping embargo against Israel that has resulted in an 85% drop in shipping to that country. We are in possession of munitions and military gear that can sink your warships, submarines, and aircraft carriers. The Mediterranean Sea could be closed to Israel if the United States and its allies continued to commit crimes in Gaza. Okay, now, Benjamin Fulford, I hope you're watching, because we'll show you a little Bible here to help you to understand. There will always be an Israel. America does not have a carte blanche. We do not have an everlasting covenant. We don't have a lifetime contract, but Israel does. Let me show you this. Israel planning to dislocate all 2.3 million Palestinians from Gaza Strip. Now, look closely at this. This is a drawing of what they expect, and, and Israel is promoting this to Israelis. So all of this, they want to build a new city with a nice little village here, a little place on the sea, and can they do that? Yep. yep. Matter of fact, I don't have the proof of this right in front of me right now, but like two days before the October 7th invasion of Israel, that land changed hands into Israel. Now, of course, before God, we know it's always been Israel's land. Anyway, the article goes on to say, Advertisements are now appearing in Israeli publications touting Gaza 2030, showing the entire Gaza Strip as a luxury beachfront resort and no Palestinians. 
good for Israel. While rumors of this forced displacement of civilians have floated for weeks for the very first time on Christmas Day, the world got confirmation. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu told his Likud party conference that Netanyahu confirmed during the Likud party session that work is underway to find countries that want to absorb the residents of Gaza as refugees. Well, send them to America. We accept everybody. So let me show you some scriptures. <clears throat> Zechariah 12, 12, 12, excuse me, 12, 2. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about. What he's saying is, Jerusalem is going to be the issue that's going to separate, as I say, the men from the boys, or the wheat from the tares, specifically going to be able to separate those that are burned with the morning star, fall to the ground a pile of ashes and bones, versus those people that live after Armageddon. When there shall be in the siege both against Judah and against Jerusalem, in that day, he's talking about Armageddon, the day that Jesus returns, the day of the Lord. In that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people, that all the people that burdened themselves with it shall be cut in pieces. <laughs> Turned to ashes, more like it. Though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. Would that just say, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it? In other words, you can do anything and everything you want to to try to defeat Israel. But once they're in their land, I'll show you the scripture, they will never be uprooted from the land ever, ever, ever again. Even the whole world throws everything it's got at Israel. It will not be victorious. Israel has a carte blanche. Israel has a guarantee. So if they were to come to me and say, hey, what do you think you ought to do? I'd say, I think you ought to eliminate all your enemies because your enemies cannot defeat you. Now, that's not saying there's going to be some blood. There's going to be some blood. But you have a guarantee. You have a carte blanche. You had to get out of trouble free. You have a get to keep your land, always have a victory in military. You have that card before God. In that day will I make the governors of Judah like a hearth of fire. That's the morning star when Jesus goes, okay, like a hearth of fire among the wood and like a torch of fire in a sheaf and they shall devour all the people round about on the right hand and on the left hand and Jerusalem shall be inhabited again in her own place even in Jerusalem. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. That's when it happens. Show you some more. All the world's armies against Israel or Jerusalem will lose. In that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and he that is feeble among them at that day shall be as David. And the house of David shall be as God, as the angel of the Lord before them. In other words, God strengthens them. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem, the reason I tell my children, you never come against the Jews. You never speak bad against. They're going to do some bad things. We all do bad things. But we always support Israel. We always support the Jews. <clears throat> and I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications. In other words, in one day, God just wipes all their sins away. It's not that they receive Jesus. He just forgives them all, and that happens about three days before Armageddon. 
And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn from him as one that mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. In other words, all of Israel has the scales removed, and they all see that Jesus is the Messiah. And apparently happens all at once, in one day, and all the sins are forgiven. In that day there shall be a fountain open to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. Jeremiah 50 verse 20, I may be having that verse, And the sins of Israel were sought for, and there were none. And the sins of Judah were sought for, and none were found. For I will pardon them whom I reserve. Israel will never be uprooted again. They will never lose another military battle. Amos 9.15 And I will plant them upon their land. And they shall no more be pulled up out of their land, which I have given them, saith the Lord thy God. How'd you like to have that guarantee? America doesn't have that guarantee. As a matter of fact, America is prophesied in six different chapters in the Bible to be destroyed in one day and one hour. But not Israel. You remember Chris Reed was told, so goes Israel, so goes America. So if you want America to be blessed, we better see to it that Israel is safe and blessed. Israel edges closer to full-scale war with Hezbollah. Well, Newsweek is worried, but I'm not. I'm not even going to read that article. You can read it if you want to. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about Israel at all. <clears throat> Matter of fact, the ones that need to be worried are ones that decided that they're going to go down and attack Israel. A couple of things I want to point out here. I've covered this so many times, but it's so important. If you have not written this down, please do so. You need to have this written down by your bed. April 15, 2002. Leslie had a dream where God spoke audibly to her. Now, this is a summary of the dream. I've given the whole dream many times, too. But anyway, she was told that Arafat would go to the hospital. Well, the reason that was a big deal is because at the time, he wasn't allowed to go outside of his compound. So to say he's going to die in the hospital is a very big prophecy. Yet, two years later, 11.04, 3.30 a.m., he died in the hospital, just like she was told. That confirms the rest of the prophecy. Because the way it works is, if one part of the prophecy comes to pass, all of it is of God. You don't get parts here and parts there. Some fulfill, some don't, okay? As a matter of fact, the, the Lord recently spoke to my heart and said, this prophecy will stand. In other words, this is, you can write it down. Write it in concrete. This is coming. Israel will give the Palestinians a state. What is going on in Israel right now, I believe, is the hand of God. And at the conclusion of this... Probably Gaza will be cleaned free. Matter of fact, if they were to call me and say, what do you think we ought to do? I'd say, bulldoze all of it into the ocean. Bulldoze it all. Either that or put it in big, deep pits, get rid of it, and build the whatever city you want to have there. It's your land. Do as, as you want to do. <clears throat> Israel will give the Palestinians a state, but it'll be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen the military. Why? Because at the conclusion of this, Israel is going to back up and see, okay, the only way we are going to really have peace is to kill all of the Islam nations around us. Well, we don't have enough military. We don't have enough strength to do it right now. We just strengthen. Okay, so they, at that point, capitulate. At that point, they give the Palestinians a state. 
and then someplace in there, oil is discovered in Israel. Massive amounts of oil. I'm not talking about 50 barrel a day stuff. I'm talking about high pressure stuff, like 20,000 PSI, like happened to the deep water horizon. I'm talking about enough oil where one hole supplies all of the oil that Israel will ever need. Lots and lots and lots of pressure. Oil will be discovered in Israel. The oil will make the Jews, it does two things. Oil will make the Jews willing to fight for their, their land, and it gives them the money, the finances, to strengthen the military. Then, once their military is strengthened, when it's the right time, then Israel and America go against most of the rest of the Arab world, which is why I believe that we aren't looking at the Russians attacking and taking America out anytime soon. In other words, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be 24. It doesn't sound like it's going to be 25. I hope it's more 26, maybe even 27 or 8. And if God calls me and asks me, I'd say, well, how about four months before you return for Armageddon? That's my best guess. Now, let's go to the next one. Again, you need to have these written down. January 22 of 06, audible voice of God. First thing she heard was, Israel refuses help to America. Now, I've rearranged them to the order that I think that they will happen, but that's the first thing she heard. So if you want to move the, if you want to know the order, move that up to number one, and then all the rest of them is in the correct order. So she heard, Israel refuses help to America. I think it'll happen like this. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. My guess is we'll see that the early part, probably the first half of 2024. God has not told me that. I do not know that's a thus saith the Lord. That's just my best guess. Catastrophe hits America. I always thought that that was probably the New Madrid fault. But then the Operation Catastrophe comes along and we learn that that's setting off the 35 suitcase nukes. So maybe Catastrophe hits America's suitcase nukes. I don't know what it is. One of America's greatest times of need. So America turns to all the world, help, help, we're desperate. You know, we're hurting really bad. And our best ally, Israel, turns their back won't help. Why? Because we just stabbed Israel in the back by forcing them to give the Palestinians a state. Right now, Biden is trying to force Israel, oh, stop the war, stop the war, stop the war. Well, if Netanyahu were to call me, I'd say, keep it going. Matter of fact, don't stop there. Uh, but at some place, they're going to have to stop. They're not strong enough, militarily. But that'll happen. Israel has attacked America since troops. So, once America is probably hit with a national, well, a national emergency, that's a good way to say it. It could be suitcase nukes. It could be a New Madrid fault. It could be both. But America is, is down on her knees and is not praying. She's hurting real bad. She cries for the help from the world. And Israel refuses help. As a result, the Arabs say, hey, have you seen this little squabble between America and Israel? Now would be a really good time to hit Israel. And so at that point, Israel is attacked. But by this time, Israel has found oil, strengthened the military. And then chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. That's Israel and America going against most of the rest of Islam. Then what do we see? It will start with an internal revolution. So based upon this, I want to believe... <clears throat> We're probably talking at the earliest, I don't know, 
27 before the Russians attack America, 28. I'd prefer it to be more like 29. And that is assuming Jesus returns in 29 or 2030 someplace. In there. I do not know that. I, I'm just saying we need to be good watchmen here, brothers and sisters. Write this down. Matter of fact, you can get the book. Go to prophecyclub.com. Get God's Warnings to America. God's Warnings to America. This is also in my book. Matter of fact, I think it's in all the book. But, but Secret Order, Understand Bible Prophecy, it's, it's also in there. Now, about out of time, so let me just encourage you to go to josephskitchen.com. Not just for food for you and your family, but so that you can be a blessing to people. Most of your long-term storage food, $9,000 to feed one person for a year. But using wheat at Joseph Kitchen, they can show you how to do it for about $1,000 per person per year. Show me another way you can feed a person for about $1,000 a year. Wheat. Good food, good for them. It's what fed the world for seven years during the days of Joseph and the Pyramid. Josephkitchen.com So what is an EMP shield device? It's a device you can put on your car and your house that in an EMP attack is supposed to stop the attack. And if you go to empshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount. They also have videos up there. Shows you how to install it on your car and your house and everything. And it's not difficult at all. I've got one of them right here. Red goes to red. Black goes to black. Green goes to the car, uh, body of your car. And you just peel it off the back, stick it under there. Got another device that goes on your house. So not complicated. Take you about 10 minutes to put them in. So empshield.com promo code is prophecy.